So let's talk about electrolytes. They have been getting a lot of hype lately and I'm all for it, but I also feel like there needs to be a disclaimer <laughs> before you go running to get your salt packets because I kind of did the same thing where I was like, oh, what are these? Cool, let me have them without necessarily realizing that I might not actually need to supplement. So let's first start off with explaining what electrolytes are and why they have become such a big thing in the nutrition and fitness world. So electrolytes are minerals that have an electric charge when they are dissolved in water or bodily fluids. So essentially, what you need to take away from this is that they are minerals. And there's actually two major reasons why they're getting a lot of hype lately. So the first is that society as a whole is actually lacking on minerals. And that's because a lot of factors. So um, research has shown that our food and our water is lacking in minerals today compared to I don't know, 80 years ago. And I don't know what the actual number is. It might be like 30% less, um, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it is a lot because minerals are actually so important in the body. They are the catalysts for all of the chemical reactions that happen. Um, I think magnesium is responsible for 3,000 chemical reactions in the body, and that's just one mineral and there are I think 17 total if I'm not mistaken um so yeah they play a, a big role in the body and they're often overlooked but lately they're not lately they're they're becoming talked about more and I mean that has to do with you know the research coming out that we don't have as much um and the reason we don't have as much as we did 80 years ago is, again, a lot of factors. Um, kind of the biggest ones have to do with conventional farming and pesticides and like our crops and our plants not having as many minerals as they did, which means that the animals who eat those don't have as many minerals as they once did, which means that us as humans at the top of the food chain who are eating those animals and those plants we just don't have as much. And there's also, you know, our water being more filtered, um, softened, which takes away a lot of the minerals. So it's just all of the, you know, modernized ways of having food and water that actually have contributed to society as a whole having less minerals. But we're becoming more aware of it, which is like the first step. Um, and now you see all these companies that are coming out with electrolyte packets, which is great. Um, but I think what people don't realize is that these electrolytes, specifically the high sodium packets, are really marketed towards two groups of people. And those two groups of people are athletes and the low-carb keto world. Now, 
The reason why they're targeted at athletes is because when you are sweating a lot, you're doing a lot of long distance, long duration forms of exercise, you are, like I said, sweating a lot. So you're losing a lot of fluids, which means you're also losing a lot of electrolytes. And so you need to replenish those electrolytes in order to perform well. And so they're targeted at athletes for that. And then they're also targeted at the keto low carb population because when you're not eating a lot of carbs, your body's not retaining as much water because water binds to the carbohydrates. So if you're not eating a whole lot of carbs and you're drinking water, that water is just going right through you. But if you add sodium, which is also another thing that binds to water or water binds to it, you are creating a, a like better hydration in your body because you're because the water now has has something to bind to. And so if you are not in one of those camps, you're not a long distance, long duration athlete who's constantly sweating and you're not in a high climate area where you're constantly sweating and you're not keto or you are eating super low carbs, then you might not actually need these sodium packets. I'm not saying that sodium is bad and that we shouldn't have it. I'm simply saying our bodies have a delicate balance. And if you are adding sodium when your sodium levels are already fine, you're going to knock that balance out of whack and you might start seeing some not so great effects. Like, for example, I recently had a, um, a discovery call, a consult call with a potential client, and we were talking about all the things that she's doing and eating. I have access to her, my fitness pal, so I was able to see like what was going on. And somehow, one way or another, sodium and, and minerals came up, and she said, well, I am having two of those packets a day. And I was like, two? Why? And she's like, well, I drink a lot of water and I was told that because I'm drinking a lot of water, I'm flushing out a lot of minerals. And so one way to make sure that I'm retaining and keeping those minerals um, is by supplementing with these packets. And I was like, okay, you got, you like, yes, it is, that is one way for us to stay more hydrated. Um, It's actually like one of the best ways, like, to get more hydration, you don't just drink more water. You want to make sure that you have the minerals to hold on to that water in the body. So she's right on that. But at the same time, she had been telling me about how she's not fitting into her clothes lately and she's feeling puffy and swollen. And so when she said that, I was like, girl, Look at your sodium levels in your MyFitnessPal. And this was prior to her tracking any of those packets. Like, that's why I didn't know about them. But her sodium levels in MyFitnessPal without the packets were great. They were fine. And so she was adding 2,000 more milligrams on top of that. That is why she was experiencing this puffiness. And so, yes, the marketing's great and... You know, it makes sense, but does it make sense to you based on where your current levels are at? And so that is what I want to 
disclaim here, right? That is what I, that is the message I want to get out to you today. If you take anything away from this episode at all, it's to track your intake before you start supplementing with electrolytes. Cause you might actually find that you don't need them like that. I felt that way too. Personally, when, you know, I was learning about all this, I was like, oh my gosh, this is my problem. Like, I'm peeing all day. I don't have enough minerals. I don't have enough electrolytes. So, you know, I got a bunch of those packets too. And thank goodness I didn't start supplementing with them every day because I was reading and doing more research on it. Um, I probably would have felt super puffy and bloated because my sodium levels are already relatively high. Um, not high, but optimal, you know, like they're somewhere between 3000 and 4,000 milligrams a day. And I, knowing that I don't feel that I need to add more because I'm not sweating constantly throughout the day. I'm not, it's wintertime. So not in a hot climate where I'm sweating and I eat a lot of carbs. So I am not someone who needs to supplement with more sodium, but on this journey of mine to, you know, figure out my stuff and my mineral levels, I found that my potassium is actually slightly lower than my sodium. And ideally, it should be the opposite. Your potassium should be higher than your sodium levels. And so this is actually something that I noticed with a client of mine today. So yesterday she took her progress pictures and she was telling me how she wasn't happy about them. And So I took a look and to me, you know, a trained eye, she doesn't look much different at all. Um, I think there is something going on with different lighting, but the one thing I did notice, if anything at all, I was like, you're looking a little watery, like you're looking a little soft, softer than she normally does in her progress pictures. So I opened up her my fitness pal and I took a look about like where her mineral levels were at and she was getting a lot more sodium in the last two three weeks ish and you know I went back because she diligently logs and she logged she's been with me since November no earlier than that, October, November. So I like looked back at a couple days in those months and I'm like, okay, yeah, it's it's pretty obvious that your sodium levels are a little bit higher, you know, in the last two weeks. And I noticed that her potassium levels were a little bit lower. Like it was just like, everything kind of just like was exaggerated a little bit. And so I didn't see any of those electrolyte packets logged. So I messaged her, I was like, hey, are you supplementing with any electrolytes right now? Because I I have a theory. And she was like, no, I'm not, but I can. I was like, no, 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 wait. Let me explain. The thing is, is it's not necessarily a bad thing that her sodium levels are slightly higher. It's more of the fact that, you know, this exaggeration happened and her potassium levels are lower than her sodium. And that's where that water retention look can occur and has everything to do with the sodium potassium pump. So if you remember this from chemistry or biology or wherever it was, um, we don't have to get too deep into the science, but essentially 
Too much sodium can cause water to hang out extracellularly or outside the cells, which means that there will be more fluid hanging out in the layer of tissue just beneath the skin and not necessarily in the muscle. And this is what results in that softer appearance, like making your muscles look way less defined. So we know that having more potassium should help and or decreasing the sodium should help. And I'm not saying wildly, I'm just saying go back to normal because whatever she was doing before was working for her. But the thing is, minerals are so much more complex than just fixing one or increasing one. And I know it might seem logical to like look at her sodium levels and go, oh, they're a little bit higher than normal. Let's just bring them down. But it's just not that simple, unfortunately. And this ties into my last episode about stress because stress actually depletes magnesium in the body and low magnesium actually affects potassium because magnesium protects against potassium loss and muscle potassium levels won't normalize until magnesium status is restored. So we may not necessarily, or she might not necessarily need to decrease sodium by much. She might not need to change potassium by much, but rather she might just need to manage stress better so that the magnesium can do its job to support potassium. And the thing is, she is currently in the process, well, she has moved to a new home, but she's in the process of like setting up her new home and getting used to her new environment. And that is stress. Even though it's the good kind of stress, right? Like it's exciting. She's in a new place. She's happy. But there's also, you know, the adjustment period of being in a new environment and just everything's new. Like you're your routine is new because you're in a new spot. You're maybe not as comfortable because you're sleeping on an air mattress for a couple nights. Like there's so much there that we tend to overlook because it's not, you know, we've, we've handled other stressful situations in our lives. So this is like nothing compared to those stressors, but it still is. And so in her particular case, we might not need to mess with sodium and potassium levels at all. Like, this might just be a temporary thing that we need to give time to. Let it pass. Let the stress from moving fizzle out. And then everything's just going to go back to normal. And so, in this case, it's just a time thing. But do you see how when one of these minerals gets imbalanced, it may set the stage for others to become out of whack too. And it's not even like the solution here is to get more magnesium. That's not the case at all because when your body's stressed out, no matter how much magnesium you supplement with, it's still just gonna go like that. And so in her case, it really has nothing to do with playing with mineral levels but it has more to do with managing her stress better or like I said letting time do its thing and then the other thing is do you see how this stress 
and the effects of stress play into her fitness and her overall results. Like, if she were to, you know, wake up and feel all this water retention and then freak the fuck out and go, oh my god, I don't know what's happening, I must have to hustle harder and go harder in the gym and do more cardio. Well, you know what would happen then? That would be more stress on her body, which would deplete magnesium further, which would then have more of an effect on her potassium. But wait, let's not forget that she's losing a lot of sodium and potassium via sweating and going hard in the gym and doing extra cardio. And all this is really doing is running her body into the ground. Her body does not have enough resources to repair, to recover. And so that is what sets the stage for all of these other issues to come about. So in my case, it was amenorrhea. For someone else, it might be high blood pressure. For someone else, it might be gut issues. And like, honestly, the, the list is endless. Like there's so many things that could happen due to your mineral levels being low or out of balance. Like it's just, it's overwhelming how much that plays a role in things. And I hope that you can see now that by adding more exercise on top of an already stressful situation, and not even just exercise, but even adding a restrictive diet, because remember, food is where we get most of our minerals, even adding a a restrictive diet and a lot more exercise on top of an already stressful situation is only going to make reaching your goals even harder. And so... I know that this episode was supposed to be all about electrolytes and what they are and do you need to supplement with them or not, but I hope you can see the the pieces fitting together better, (laughs) Um, but also just if you take anything away from this episode at all, it's to not supplement blindly. Um, and also to not push your body harder blindly. (laughs) Um, yeah, there's just, there's so many pieces to this puzzle, to the puzzle of your health and wellness and overall happiness. And it's so much more than just hustling harder in the gym and being in a deficit. And with that, mic drop. Do your research, friends, and I'll catch you in the next episode.